Welcome to the How to Write a Book podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. Wow, How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Maciel. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, so it is day 26, and today's question is something that I'm going to have a couple of iterations. Uh, not a straightforward answer, but all the uh, experiences that I've had. So I- I'm excited to dive into this. Before I begin, I want to tell you about my Black Friday sale. We have 50% off ghostwriting and also my Get It Right book coaching program, which is t- uh, a program that says, hey, um, we're going to get your book done in six months. Yep. Our money back guarantee. And while we do this, we cover your book outline. Um, also the story development, the character development. We also meet twice a month and you have to turn in 25 pages every two weeks so that I can give you feedback. You can um, get that feedback and turn it back into your writing. You implement those changes. We talk about those changes. We talk about why things work in story. We talk about what works in story. We talk about um, like how you can recognize when something isn't working and you are much better at this than you think, but I'm here to help you. So y'all, if you have questions about that, please let me know. I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to be excited for, uh, and to be part of your project. I'm happy to be here as a friend, um, as a writing companion, um, to walk alongside you and bring your story to life because that's what this is about. This is about taking that idea from the ground and saying your book, your idea is now alive. It's alive. I love that. I love that. All right. So let's jump into the uh, question of the day which is, how do you begin writing a novel from Franklin? Okay, so uh, I have a couple different responses to this because I developed as a writer over the years. So how do you begin writing a novel? Um, so when I first started writing a novel, I just went for it. Um, I just jumped in, I wrote words, and then I returned the next day, and then I wrote more words, and then I returned the next day, uh, and then I wrote more words. Um, now, without really looking back, without referring to anything, no outlines, um, no character sketches, uh, no idea, um, no overarching plot, um, just just went for it. Um, now, this means that uh, at the end of my 30 days, when I, does my, when I first did NaNoWriMo, um, everything was a mess. And the reason for that was because, um, one, some days I was, and I was typing back then. I didn't do use dictation. So some days, um, because I've been a professional writer for like 12 years, almost 15 years, I think. Um, sometimes I would want to type a lot. And sometimes my, my wrists would not want to type a lot because I was also writing full time at my other job. Um, so I would have notes. Um, I would have like dots, like, um, like a list. Um, sometimes I would have like full paragraphs. Um, and there would be like characters that their names didn't match, you know, like they would start off as one person and then they'd shift throughout the middle of the book and they'd become somebody else. Um, I would have people who I, who I thought I had mentioned that um, they actually never were mentioned before. Um, and then, uh, a lot of threads of thought, a lot of threads of thought that never, um, actually saw themselves for more than a couple of pages. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but because I was very brand new, there were a ton of threads and a ton of ideas, and it was extremely hard to look back at that writing. Not because, like, oh, it's a bad book, because I couldn't understand what I was writing. Like, I, I didn't know what 
this or that meant. Um, so that book actually stayed, um, behind, uh, in the computer because it was just too difficult for me to understand. I was like, what am I trying to say here? Um, so that was one of the ways I, I started writing a novel. <laughs> now, uh, it kicked off my fiction writing career. So I don't think it was a bad thing, but it was a little bit difficult for me to kind of get into the groove that I am now. Um, now how else did I start writing a novel? Um, I also tried writing into the dark, um, which actually was extremely fruitful because when I wrote into the dark, um, that was really the first time I had finished a fiction book of my own, uh, without an outline. And I was pretty satisfied with the story. Um, it, the story felt complete. I, I know that there were some parts towards the end that really needed revisions. But for the most part, I had, you know, hunkered down. I had a coherent story with characters, uh, with plot holes that were completed. Um, I had, you know, pretty decent pacing. Um, I found out more about how I write romance scenes and sensual scenes. Like, um, it was something that at that time I was like, I have no idea how to do this. So I'm going to close the door, you know, and that was interesting because I had always suspected that, I mean, I love the, the classic, you know, steamy romance ones, the ones with the hair blowing in the wind and stuff. You know, and I just figured because I'm an avid reader of that, well, I must be also, you know, adept at writing that, right? Well, that wasn't the case, actually. Um, and which is something that you can always, you know, use for yourself is sometimes we read and we're a huge fan of, of a certain genre. Um, but that might not be the genre that we are most suited towards, which is absolutely fascinating. I haven't really looked into this as far as like articles or Google searches. Um, but I found that about myself. So I think that, um, you know, I've learned this is that when something is like a thought in yourself, you are probably not the first person in the world to think this. Um, so it's exciting for me to think, oh, I must not be the only person who has encountered this. I am very strong at, um, horror writing. Um, I can describe blood and guts very well. Um, I'm not afraid to go in and really, you know, explore the darkness, um, that can appear on the page. Um, and I, but y'all, I haven't really read a horror book since I was in middle school. Maybe that's where a lot of it was ingrained in me because I was, I read them all the time, like all the time. And then I went into romance and I just, I love romance. So, I mean, what does that mean? I'm not entirely sure, but I think what it is telling us is that if you are not a strong in a particular skill, whether that's like writing love scenes or writing like bloody scenes, um, it might just be that you are a fan of the work and you might be better at writing a different version of that. You know, so keep your mind open. Don't beat yourself up if you're like, oh, I can't write this thing. Um, so writing in the dark was really fun. Now, what, what do I do now? Um, there's outlining, just straight up outlining. So you, you know, write down your list, uh, try to figure out, you know, your arcs, your, uh, character developments, um, make sure everything is, you know, tied with a bow. Um, except I used to do that a lot, uh, both in my professional career as a writer, um, for a big software company and then also uh, for uh, ghostwriting clients. Um, and the thing for that is that it just becomes kind of like, uh, it's hard for me to enjoy that process a lot. Um, and the reason for that is not so much because of the outline itself. I love outlining, but for some reason, my brain visually doesn't enjoy seeing one line that summarizes something and then jumps to another line that summarizes something and then jumps to another line. And it's, they're like disassociated in a way. Like they, um, are not telling me a story. I can't see the story. So 
Um, although I've done that in the past and it has worked effectively. Like that's how I turned in my ghostwriting of uh, uh, books in the past. Um, because I just follow it and then I work on my transitions later. It doesn't make for a very like enjoyable process. Now, how do I do it now? Um, so what I do now is I, uh, have approached a skeleton outline. Now I forgot who created this. Um, but this person is a writer. If you look up skeleton writing, I believe that this uh, woman has a course, um, on, uh, I think Kindlepreneur. Um, and she also has her own website. So please feel free to look her up. This is not my idea, but it's brilliant. Um, and it was something that I had started to do, but I didn't know how to flesh it out until I read, um, her work on this. And I was like, this is exactly what I'm trying to go for. Um, so, and then also I think that every writer um, evolves, every writer develops. Um, it's just like you as a person, the more you grow, the more you're going to feel different things. So um, the skeleton outline, essentially you telling yourself there's a, the bare bones of the story. And the way that I approach it is that I tell myself the story. I'm writing out the story, no bullet points, no numbered lists. It's me writing paragraphs. Um, and I'm kind of, and I'm super high level. I'm not going into any um, details of, of a scene level, uh, let alone a sentence level. It's very high level, very uh, bird's eye uh, level. And I'm just trying to get the feel of the story. I'm trying to get the tone of the story. Um, I'm telling myself the story as if I was a kid back when I was 12 and I would read these short stories of like Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, oh no, wait, that's a TV show. Um, um, oh gosh, that one, that one series of books has a black cover and that has these skeleton drawings and sometimes it has a little bit of blue and red Oh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes, I grew up with those. Um, and I'm pretty much giving myself a, a little campfire story. I'm telling myself the story. I, I want to explore the story. And what I really like about this is that it helps fight the perfectionism. Y'all, um, the perfectionism is a terrible drug. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I have to make this right. I need to, A plus. Um, but I can't, that's one of the biggest things is that it's, hard to finish something if you are a perfectionist about it. And that has been hurting me the most over these past couple of years is the need and the desire to write, but the sense of perfectionism. So with these uh, stories now, I get to explore things. I ask myself what I think the best stories are. I explore the stories. I take different endings. Um, I change characters. I, I want to see where it's going to go because when I'm done with that, when I'm exhausted with it, I'm like, okay, I have now reached the best story that I can. So I can't be perfectionist about it because I've, I've explored all the avenues and I've given myself a couple of pages of notes, um, something that tells me the story that I feel the need of the story. And then from there, we can dive into writing, into actually drafting the book. So those are my tips right now, how I've evolved as a writer. And I hope that you're having a great time writing. And of course, as always, um, have fun writing. Don't forget to check out my 50% off book coaching, the Get It Right uh, book program, six months guaranteed to finish your book um, or your money back. Um, because as I talked about in the last episode, it's because I'm here for you. Our relationships as writers are important. So I'm here to guide you 50% off, which means that's $2,999 right now for six month book coaching. Um, this will be my lowest price I'll ever, I'll ever drop it. 50% is I, I, I was like, well, I'll do 30%. You know, I'm like, no, no, not 30%, 40%. You know, something still You know what? 50%. Let's do it. 50%. Let's do it. So, okay. Y'all, thank you so much. Feel free to message me if you have any questions. And of course, enjoy your writing. And I'll see you on the other side. Hey there, writer. Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Masier Valenzuela. If you like the show, we'd be happy if you left a review. For more information on writing and the writer's life, go to www.themasier.com. That's 
www.themassiel.com. We'll see you on the other side.